All right, Nilu, what did you get into this weekend? I needed to know. Honestly, I had a pretty kind of chill weekend. I was moving into my new apartment, so nothing too crazy. I have absolutely no furniture right now, so I'm sleeping on the air mattress, which is really fun and cute. You mean the air mattress I gave you? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, so, I mean... What? <laughs> Last time I used that air mattress, I was giving a new roof. Oh, what? And wait, wait, I wait, actually what? went to go... No, no, no. no. Wait, I'm sorry, what am I sleeping on? I actually went to go see that guy this weekend. We took a spontaneous trip to Vegas. Wait, that's so fun. We're friendly, and yeah, so him and his buddies were in uh, Vegas this weekend, and they said, hey, why don't you fly out? But in my head, I'm like, is this a date, or am I still going to be like the wing woman? It was a little bit unclear there. Okay, so when you got there, what was it? Were you the wing woman, or was it a date? Um, Like, whose bed did you sleep in? I slept in my bed. Oh, you had your own bed? I mean, I shared my bed, but But I had my own, technically. I see, I see. Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was a spontaneous trip. We ended up doing like the day club. I've never done Vegas. I actually, I take that back. I did Vegas for work one year. And when I got there, I had negative 81 cents in my account. Are you kidding? That is a whole nother story. (laughs) Okay. So what is a Nuru? I'm literally Googling it right now, but I want you to explain it to me because these videos, I'm nervous to play them. There's a full story behind the Nuru and why it was, it even came to an idea because one of my buddies actually got one in person. So like it's, they're, they're legal in Canada. (laughs) <laughs> and there, okay. it's like a massage parlor. You can go in there and you pick who you want to give you the massage and you essentially shower with them and then they put oil all over you and they give you the massage with their body instead of their hands. So it's like legal prostitution. It's just like a massage, but with your body. And the masseuse is also naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How is this allowed? I don't know, but it's more common than you think. So anyway, I was telling the story that my buddy had told me, and they said, let's do it. Okay, so I'm, I'm not professional. An air, I'm not air mattress, though. Where does the air I mean, mattress come into I play? I think it just makes it more exciting because it's like a slip and slide, essentially. I don't know. So I'm sleeping on a <laughs> Nuru oil-filled air mattress. I love that for me. So excited. You're so welcome. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Guys, welcome to One Drink In. We finally launched our podcast. We're so excited. We are going to be dropping episodes every Thursday, so you better fucking listen. Um, what are we going to be talking about? Life stories. We're going to bring on some sex experts. Yes, and, and maybe coaches. some of your hot single friends Ooh. that you post about. We can bring them <laughs> in too. That would be fun. Yeah, that's what I said. Anyways, let's get into it. All right. Hey, guys. Get to know us in these sexy voices. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I'm Chloe. I currently work for a tech startup, yet I don't know how to use technology. Irrelevant. (laughs) Um, The last 10 years, I've been in fashion, actually, in Chicago. And most of that has been in luxury menswear, which makes for a really interesting... Not mixing business with pleasure, (laughs) but... Working with anybody from like average Joes that make fucking bank to CEOs and public figures, including a lot of athletes. We love that. I mean, while you're working with them, (laughs) I'm trying to date them. 
Anyways, I'm Nilu, and I left the 9 to 5 life at a tech startup about a year ago, um, pretty much to pursue my creative side hustles within social media and blogging. I also do styling on the side and social media marketing, which is kind of how Chloe and I met pretty much through an influencer event in Chicago. I mean, at least that's what we tell people. (laughs) We tell people that's how we met, Um, which I mean, technically it is, but... If you really want to know how <laughs> there's a little we more got familiar to with each other's names, um, Neela, just tell them how we really met. All right. I guess it started a couple months ago when I was pretty much scrolling on TikToks, and then I saw a video of a girl exposing her hot single friends. <laughs> that turned out to be Chloe, who is sitting here with me now. Um, do you want to explain what hot single friends, exposing hot single friends on TikTok is? I feel like everybody already knows this because it's such, but okay. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I will. So if you guys have seen this random chick on TikTok saying, I would like to expose my hot single (laughs) friends. That's me. So dumb, but it actually started, um, because I understand that dating is really hard, especially during quarantine and COVID and we're all craving human interaction and just. I mean, the thirst is real on TikTok. <laughs> so one of my buddies was kind of bitching that, I mean, his <laughs> dating apps were awful. And I'm like, dude, it's actually, your social media blows. And I, again, I've mentioned this before, but like, these are not TikTok guys. These aren't even, they don't even have like Instagram and they have zero content. Like the last <laughs> content they have on there is his ex-girlfriend from two years ago. Like, dude, you're not going to get laid by DMing a girl. When you have your ex-girlfriend still on your Instagram. Note to self. So, didn't think that was going to blow up, and it totally did. Um, And I started doing it for quite a few of my hot guy friends that I'm like, you deserve a little bit of clout. And then somehow, Nilu stumbled upon one of them. Yeah, you popped up on my For You page, and pretty much I thought one of the guys was really... I mean, they're all really hot, these guys. But one of them, I was like, pretty into from your little video, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then I DM'd him, like cheesy pickup line I asked him if I were to ask you on a date would the answer be the same as this question so good but pretty much he had to say yes either way that was like the whole thing any answer he said would be yes to the date I mean it's dumb but whatever it worked so we started texting eventually we went on a FaceTime date which was my first FaceTime date ever and real quick if you're ever doing a FaceTime date tell the girl a specific time don't just call them randomly and like think that that's gonna be cool we have to have like a whole preparation when it comes to FaceTime dates I think they're huge like you can get to know somebody within the first five minutes of chatting with them if you're going to be into it or not but like you got to give them a heads up oh yeah no this motherfucker just facetimed me no warning like literally just said want to do a face (laughs) (laughs) he literally just said do you want to do a facetime date and i was like yeah and then next thing i know i don't get any message and my phone starts ringing and it's him I don't answer because I like I had my hair in a bun. I looked disgusting. I was not prepared. So I don't answer. And then I'm like, okay, countdown starts. I have five minutes to get my shit together so that it looks like I just missed the call and wasn't getting ready. So I'm like in the bathroom throwing on makeup on my face, trying to get my hair to look somewhat normal. I'm kind of freaking out. And finally I call him back and I pretend that I was like taking my dog out and didn't have my phone, which I'm sure he didn't believe. And then it honestly went really well. Like we talked for a while. I think it was like an hour and a half or something where... I mean, and that was my first FaceTime date, which I was, I'm like, what do you even talk about on a FaceTime date? That's so impressive though. An hour and a half? Like that's a long time, I think. Was there any like silence? There was no like awkward silences. Like it felt very normal, which was weird. That's awful. After that, we kind of continued texting and FaceTiming. And then next thing I know, he's like, you're coming to Chicago this weekend. And this is on a Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, he books my ticket 
Thursday I'm flying out. Wait, how long had you been talking to this guy at this point? Maybe three weeks. Okay, so you were talking to him for three weeks, and then he's like, yo, I'm going to fly you in. You're like, I don't know, and then... No, I was, like, so down for it. I felt kind of safe about it. Also, he lived in Chicago, which is where I grew up in the suburbs there. So I was not worried about, like, if I needed somewhere to stay. I had a lot of friends here. Worst case, I could just go hang out with them and ditch if I needed to. But you stayed with him, yeah. Okay, can we, what if you didn't know anybody here? Would you still, what would be the plan? I don't know if I would have flown out. Like, if I had no mutual connections to him, if I had no friends out in that city, I don't know if I would have gone on that trip. I've definitely gone on a trip. You have? Um, Here's my location. I might die. (laughs) No, because, I mean, it is definitely scary. You have to be, like, very careful about that kind of thing. Um, But I've definitely, now that I think about it, it's probably super frowned upon. Also, people that, like, I've flown out. There's been like a spare bedroom situation, so that way you can get ready. Yeah, you know what I mean? he did have two rooms. One was an office, but he did have two bathrooms. So I kind of just like took over the one bathroom. So that was good. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, like I had my own space yeah. a little bit. And also, this whole time that I'm going out to see him, since I had previously been doing like these TikTok vlogs about my dating life, I was like vlogging this too. And then I got really fucking paranoid that you were gonna see it and tell him that I was doing this because I just. I was literally saying I found this guy through a girl exposing her hot single friends. Like, and I was like, what if this pops up on her page and she is like, ask the guys who this is. And then I'm just done for like, it would be so embarrassing. So I literally blocked you. What? I blocked you. I didn't want to, I didn't want you to see me. Why? I just was nervous. You were going to like tell him. My TikToks are a joke, but like, if you don't know me and you're trying to going on a date with me and this is what you see, you're going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with this girl? Okay. So first off, that's interesting because I had, I only knew your name. I didn't know that you were doing these TikToks. Right. And I didn't know until way later when I stumbled (laughs) across yours and you're like, TikTok guy. And I was invested in your stories because I thought you actually like met a guy on TikTok, which technically you did. Did. I didn't realize that your TikTok guy was Was your TikTok TikTok guy. guy. Yes. Because I didn't, I didn't think that through. And I'm like, wow, Nilu, that's like not a very common name. But have any of your like dates found your TikToks? Oh yeah. Wait, oh really? yeah mm-hmm. what did they say um well in one of them I called the guy I said he's irrelevant so it doesn't matter <gasps> like about something and then he found he saw no. that too I was just like he was flying in from a different city and I was like he's irrelevant I'm never gonna really see him again like but I'm gonna go on a date with him he's so nice whatever he sees this TikTok sends it to me <gasps> with like a meme and but I told him I'm like it's just a joke like yeah. sorry like, but like that wasn't sense. great another one his friend saw it and they recognized me because he had told his friends about me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, isn't this the girl you're talking to? And in the video, I was talking about texting another guy. Oh, no. And they had sent him the video. I think I was like, I accidentally texted my crush when I was drunk and I'm so embarrassed. I said this and that. And then he saw the video and he was like, yeah, I mean, while I was watching the video, I was like, wait, she never texted me this. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and then like, he, baby, that wasn't you. Yeah. So <laughs> that was like not great either. Um, so yeah, oh. definitely have to be a little bit more careful because people have found them. But, but I also are, like not TikTok guys, no. which is like how it's always like someone them. else is sending it to them and people mm. just figure it out. People I don't like know, it's wild. and go down the rabbit hole and figure out like who is who. Don't love that. But so pretty much the story of when I met with the TikTok guy and flew out there because I mean that was kind of a weird thing to do I it's not the safest move but again felt pretty comfortable doing it I fly out on a Thursday I get there kind of in the evening 
The whole time I'm on the flight, I'm spiking my drink. I'm getting drunk. I get there. We start drinking wine. We're taking tequila shots. The next thing I know, we're in his pool. We are in his pool. Like, I don't... Uh, It escalated very quickly. Late night. Late night swim. Yeah. Like, butt naked. No, we had had bathing suits on. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. No, you. No, you didn't. I think we did. Did we not? (laughs) I mean, I was like, plugged. No, we did. Did anybody see you? Yeah, his friend lives in the building and was actually <gasps> filming us from his apartment. Ooh, that's creepy. I know. Wait, do you have the video? Can you No, that I need to find the video. <gasps> Can you ask him for it? Also, like, you didn't get consent. I know. <laughs> was it wasn't anything too bad, but I was like, wait, I kind of want this video, though. What'd you guys do when you were here then? Um, okay, so Friday, he was working, and I didn't want to just chill at his apartment sitting around, like, while he was working, so I went and met up with my high school friends who I hadn't seen in a while, and while I was with them, my one friend said her brother was moving to D.C. and needed someone to, like, take over his condo, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my god, I'll I'll live in there, so she literally gave me the keys, and I Venmoed her, and... So you flew into Chicago (laughs) to go on a date, and then you've been here 24 hours. it was literally literally 12 hours in, and I decided I was moving to Chicago. Okay, so how how did that go over? He, like, didn't really make too many comments. He, like, asked if we should go, like, see the place. Or, like, he was like, what if it's a dump? Because I I know, he was nice about it. Because I had never seen the place. I just agreed. I didn't see pictures or anything. I just said, yeah. So low maintenance, though. I know. I'm trying to think what else we did that weekend. We hung out with his friends. They were really fun. Tell me he took you somewhere nice because he's a big foodie. No, he didn't. He he didn't. (gasps) What? Oh, I <laughs> no. have to have a little conversation. No, no, no. With that okay, yeah. Friday night. So we went to um, Jay Parker. What's the rooftop there? Jay Parker. We went the there Lincoln with, Hotel. Jay Parker. Yeah, we went there with my friends, and he it's picked up the tab for all of my friends. Well, he should. I'm just, just kidding. Like, that was I mean, there's so another nice. guy with us too. No, like my oh, friend's was boyfriend really, was there. He's sweet. He's so that sweet. was like nice. And then we went out to dinner with his friends. We just went to like a low key like sushi spot, and then mm-hmm. went over to one of their other friends. And then the next day, we were so hungover that we weren't gonna go anywhere. And then I think Sunday we went to brunch at Beatnik. Love. So like, I mean, it was fun. So did you guys like? Okay, so I guess fast forward now. That was a few months ago. Where are you guys at now? Are you guys full blown dating or what? <laughs> yeah, we're getting married in like a few months. You know, destination wedding. You're all invited. No, um, can I be we. The flower girl? <laughs> you can be the flower girl. <laughs> so we like have kept in touch and have hung out a couple more times since then, and like still talk, but it's nothing serious. So you guys are just like civil. Yeah. Friendly. I don't know what he would say, but I would say friendly. Either way, I'm happy that this happened and that I'm, I'm not going to get sappy right now, but I'm really happy that I met you. It's and so crazy. It's nice having like a fun single friend that I know. Like we've both been in serious relationships and now we're kind of just getting into trouble and not being reckless, but we've found ourselves into very sticky situations. Not, <laughs> not literally, but. Sticky situations lately. Um, yeah. Like we, it, like that double date. Should we, we tell them on. about the double date? Fuck. I hate that story, but let's tell it. Okay. <laughs> Quick story time. Okay, so the whole double date situation. This guy had been DMing me on Instagram and pretty much asked me out on a date. But I thought it'd be way more fun if I dragged your ass into this and made it a double date. <laughs> so when he offered the date I was like let's make it a double date and he was like okay great I have a friend named Todd who can come with us he ends up making a reservation at happy camper which by the way happy camper like okay so romantic like why that should have been our first red flag (laughs) (laughs) it was for 9 p.m on a Friday and all they knew was that I was going to be bringing a friend they didn't know who it was they didn't know your name or anything like that 7 p.m rolls around 
I get a text from him and the text said, something came up, canceled the reservation. Canceled mm-hmm. the reservation, past tense, with okay. no reasoning. Nope. I was like, all right, you're flaky. So I called Chloe to tell her and Chloe pretty much tells me, book the reservation, I have an idea. And so Todd is not like that common of a name and I happen to know a Todd. And we also may have creeped on their Instagram and found out that it <laughs> was in fact the same Todd that I knew. And so I text Todd and I said, hey, Todd, uh, let's go meet for drinks. I had not <laughs> hung out with this guy or even really had a conversation, but I said, let's go grab a drink. And somehow I got them to come <laughs> to? back to the reservation. <laughs> at Happy Camper. At Happy Camper at nine o'clock. Somehow I was able to to get them to come. I mean, their better option was also their first option. We were the only option for the evening. (laughs) Let's just say it that way. They had no choice but to hang out with us. But here's the messed up part in all of that. So they had no idea the entire time that we were like playing this game. He even asked like, hey, send me a picture of your (laughs) girlfriend. Like send send your Instagram, like send Milu's Instagram. They didn't know that was her name. And I'm like, oh, she's private. When it's like, (laughs) okay, no, you're not. But like, she's private. I didn't want him creeping, la, la, la. I sent him a photo of you and she's like, oh my God, she's hot. Sure, we'll be right there. (laughs) So they didn't put the puzzle pieces together until like almost arriving to Happy Camper. And here, here's where it really gets juicy because then they put all the pieces together and they see there are a few mutuals on that Todd is connected to Nilu and it's me and this other girl. And weirdly enough, the other girl, let's call her Deborah. Well, come to find out, Todd's been DMing Deborah and DMed her to meet up the night before. <laughs> How do we know this, Nilu? Because it's my fucking roommate. <laughs> Like, are you fucking kidding me, guys? How is this so, like, such a small world and we're all so... I mean, I think that just shows, though, how many red flags those guys gave us and all the signs were right there, like, who they were. Red flags are looking pink right now. (laughs) Like, don't be a flake and just be transparent. And, like, communicate if you're not into it or not. I mean, I think he was into you. I think he just wasn't being, like, very loyal to you because he didn't know you. (laughs) But, like, biggest piece of advice here beside don't be a freaking flake follow your gut feeling like we have the gut feeling we know that he there are a lot of red flags and we should have just been like hey everybody fuck off but like we wanted to we were entertaining yeah yeah um we definitely knew better in that situation but we just were bored and thought it'd be fun we love red flags i've learned as i've gotten older i say that like i'm so wise you are the wise as i've gotten older like following your gut feeling it's like so like intuitive like the time I didn't follow my gut feeling by going on an international vacation with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like, I should have probably followed my gut, but I, I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I, <laughs> I want to go. I'll be fine. Emotionally, I'll be, I'll be fine. Okay, wait. Wh- where'd you guys go? So this was, like, maybe three-ish years ago. We were friends when I committed. To the trip. To the trip. Okay. And then we started kind of dating, and then we broke up. And I pretty much said, like, yo, we can be friends. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. We're still going to go on the trip. It's going to be a freaking blast. And really, like, it was really hard because I had to see him, like, hook up with girls and, like, bring girls back to the boat. And that was not easy. But it kind of became a competition. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to look at it. Like, I mean, everybody's heard of Yacht Week at this point. Um, this was kind of, like, when it was pretty, pretty big. We went to Croatia and... I mean, there were 51 boats. So just to give you like an idea 
Um, this was my first international trip too, but there was also a huge group in Chicago. I mean, people all over the world, hot Germans, like you name it, they're all there. Wait, but can you explain? So there's 51 yachts, but they're yes. all grouped together and you're all kind of parting together, right? Yeah. So it's like a community. Like okay. you have a full itinerary. It's honestly a great way. Um, but not, should, not can sponsored. they sponsor us? Like, not sponsored by Yacht Week, but maybe we should do like a one day grand Yacht Week. <laughs> Um, no, it was actually like so dope. Like some of the boats had eight people, some had 12 and you got to learn how to sail, but also like they had a full itinerary. So we did all of, um, Croatia and sometimes you would be at a dock every single night and sometimes you'd be out in the middle of the ocean, which honestly was kind of insane, um, to see like the stars. I know I'm getting all like, no, I love that. But, um, I did meet some really, really cute guys that lived in the U S one in particular, swam up to me and happened to live in Chicago. And I'm like, I'm on the other side of the world. I need you to go the fuck away. Right. Like, we can talk later. No, he's actually still to this day one of my good friends. One of the events was a paint party, head to toe, like neon paint, exactly like Miss Congeniality, <laughs> what you're thinking. And the skipper said that night, like, hey, everybody make sure you're back at like to the boat at 8 a.m. We're all leaving. Okay, cool. No problem. Everyone's going to be at the boat. And if not, you're literally going to be left in Habar. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, this is not going to be an issue. So that night, we all go back to the this guy's boat, and we're hanging out. And my girlfriend's like, hey, I got to go charge my phone, la, la, la. And on the front of the catamaran, I fall asleep with the guy. Oh, God. I mean, it was kind of insane. But, like, yeah, it's it's but kind of cute, romantic. Yeah, it was really cute. I wake up the next morning to the boat starting up and did not think I would fall asleep. And I am like, shit, I got to get back to my boat because if not, I'm just going to be left. And so I just start hopping from boat to boat. I'm literally doing, like, I'm probably 25 boats deep. At this Like, there's 51 boats in phone. a row. I don't have my phone. I'm covered in paint and my little yellow romper. Like, it, it's, I look ridiculous. Some of the boats start to leave and I'm like, well, shit, balls. What do I do? <laughs> and I have to jump into the water. Like, not a problem except for I am fucking terrified of ocean water and everybody knows that. I am so terrified. Oh, my God, yeah. But also, they empty, like, all of the shit in the water that I was swimming in as well, just to kind of... So you're swimming in shit ocean water. I am doing a swim of shame in shit water in Croatia. That's disgusting. Okay. <laughs> so I somehow made it, pulled myself up, get on my boat soaking wet to find my ex-boyfriend in my bed with a different girl. No. <laughs> in your bed. And he's like, good morning, Chloe. I don't know where you went last night. And I was like, well, why the hell are you in my get, bed? Yeah. Get out. Needless to say, I think all the skippers saw my swim of shame. I'm not. That wasn't like a proud moment, but <laughs> I survived. Happens. I could, I mean. Could be worse. It could be a lot worse. I mean, going on vacation with an ex, I never, never would uh, promote it. I think that can be added to our list of things to never do. To not do. I mean, I'm sure ex. you've done. What's like something that you've done with like an ex that you've maybe regretted? <laughs> Let me think. I would say never will I ever do this again. Live with my ex-boyfriend after we've broken up. <laughs> like we were living together after we broke up. Not by choice. Our lease wasn't over yet and we were trying to break our lease. Okay, back up for a minute. Like how do you get out of like we living with I've someone and breaking up? Okay, so we had lived together for about a year and a half maybe, almost 2 years. We had two different apartments. We had just moved into this new apartment. And the thing is, he was, like, an amazing person. 
But I knew deep down that I still had this part of me that wanted to be single and wanted to experience life, just be on my own and be independent and still just be a little reckless and get that out of my system. (laughs) And so I just needed to, we needed to break up. And it was like for, it was definitely mutual, I would say. Knew I needed to get out of it, but I had been struggling with breaking, like actually doing it because we'd been living together. Like we had been so comfortable. Everyone knew Mm -hmm. us together everyone loved us together and it's like how do you leave that but I just needed to be selfish and do my own thing and I think he needed to do the same but we both kind of talked about it for a while and decided it would be better if we split up I think that's um, really hard like yeah that it was would really be hard a really hard decision and I think I th- a lot of people wouldn't be able to make that no decision. a lot of people stay even though they're like not fully happy because they just are too comfortable they don't know how to get out of it and they're almost like care what other people are gonna think it was really hard to like have to like tell our family and friends that like we were breaking up and like moving out and like I had to yeah. go find my friend's place to live with and like stayed on in her guest bedroom and things like that without them being like why why did you break right. up we thought it was perfect and it's like right everyone thought we were gonna get married together reel. like so we end up breaking up so how do you date when you're living with someone um <laughs> luckily we had a two-bedroom so I took one of the rooms and he would be in another room so it was fine it worked for a little bit I mean it was just very awkward and hard there was like one time when I was facetiming guy and I didn't want him to know that I was I didn't want either of them to know that I was facetiming this guy I hid in my car I put a pillow down in the back seat of my car with a blanket so that the guy I was facetiming would think I was in bed alone in bed and I love your floor mats <laughs> and that my ex wouldn't hear me on a FaceTime call with another guy. Oh my god! So I was literally in my car pretending, and I would be like, "Okay, good night," and then like hang up and go back and he inside. Didn't figure it out? I mean, he definitely was a little sketched out. I He's think. Not like, give me the tour. <laughs> uh, he was like <laughs> definitely confused at some point. So when you moved out, sorry, step with that. When no. you moved out, like, did you still communicate with this guy, or what that looked like? Yeah. So after we broke up, we still were good friends. We still like hung out but we'd still like would get like food together like dinner together and like hang out and all that stuff and like I think we were really friendly for a while and not until like recently where we really like cut off communication I think that's so important I think we should have cut it off way sooner like any we dragged it on I have been like serious you have to cut it off because if not you don't give yourself a time to like heal right and I was the times that I would go back to him to hang out with him or whatever it was like I was kind of lonely, maybe, and yeah. miss the thought, not the person. Yeah, like or it was like, like the, the comfortable feeling of like. Yeah. But I was like, this isn't what you I miss really the want. Thought, not the person. You miss the thought, not no. Sometimes you do miss the person. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. It's the general like you look back at the memories and you're like, oh, I loved all these great things. But yeah. Then you don't look at the negative, so it's really yeah. just the thought or the thought of what it could be. But I would say like cutting like cutting off communication on all social and having them respect your space. I think that that is one thing that's super challenging in relationships and a lot of people don't get, but like you have to make form that decision for yourself mm-hmm. as far as like, don't be persuaded one way or the other to get back with the ex or get, you know, I, I don't know. They need to respect your space. And if they don't like that's, that makes it really hard, but yeah. I have to like mute everybody on social and I mute them. I mean, I mute their friends. I'll unfollow people like their friends. I don't want to see anything. I mean, granted, he's not a big social media person, so it's not an that's issue nice. with him. Yeah. If anything, I'm probably more in his face. He probably hates seeing my shit on Whatever, social media. He, he, I mean, he's such a good guy, so I can't even say anything bad. But in the in other breakups, I would say like I always have to like unfollow the guy or his friends and mute them. 
And even like Snapchat memories, it'll pull shit up from like a year or two ago. I'm like with my ex and I'm like, wow, these are such cute, happy memories. I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. I mean, I don't know. I'm speaking for myself, but like when you get out of those relationships or breakups, like you feel like you're missing something. And I think that's a lot of times when people like will go back with their ex or be distracted. But I think that's like the perfect time to find find a new hobby as like self-help as this isn't right now. find a new hobby or like journal or dance or make tiktoks or like i always say just focus on yourself yeah just do anything whether it's like working out make a point to do one thing that's going to better you and be healthy like yeah there's going to be a part of you that might for some people might want to go binge drink and like go to the bars and clubs and like meet new guys and all that but none of that is actually going to help you get over it It's just going to distract you. It's a distraction and you need to just focus on yourself and do something that like makes you love yourself more. So fast forward to when you do love yourself (laughs) and you're ready to like get back into the dating game. It's very different for everyone. Clearly you're like a queen at the DM game. (laughs) What like questionable. What do you say to people? I don't know how to DM people. Um, I just, my thing is like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're not going to see it or they won't respond. People's like, Pride is too big, though. I don't have... I've had people, like, <laughs> send me DMs, and I see it, and then they, like, unsend it. I'm like, really? I think we've talked about this before, where, mm-hmm. like, if you're going to DM them, do it something that's relevant to what they're posting about, or that yeah. makes you stand out. So, what did you say one time? Someone was out to dinner, and you... Yeah. Like, I, I feel like if I wanted to interact with someone, like, I, I don't know. It could just be, like, an age thing. Like, I don't love when people are on there and they like 200 of my photos. Okay, I'm like, hey, no, look, no, I'm no. flattered. 200 is too many. But you're really aggressive. Like, I got the point. You needed to like one or two photos. I see you. You added me. Like, I don't have that many followers. But I think it needs... The only people I've ever responded, which one guy I actually ended up dating... It, I had met him, but then he followed up through DM. He made it relevant to like my travels. And he's like, yeah. oh, no way. Like, I've been there. How was it? Did you go to this place? So, like, a girl had recently asked me, like, what do you say? It's like, well, the only way you're going to get in is just make it, like, relatable and bring value to the table. So if you see he's at Maple and Ash, you need to say, you need to order X or you need to do this because then you're bringing value to the table. And he's like, oh, no way. She knows what she's talking about. That's, like, the easiest way. But I don't know. Some people don't like doing the whole, like, like a little flirty emoji. But, like, it's worked for me and... An example of another thing, like if a guy likes like three or four of your pictures, I'll send like the eyeball emojis because it's like I see you. Oh, like, I thought that was like an eye. Oh. Like the side eye. Like if they're liking a bunch of my pictures, not a bunch, but like a few side pictures eye. and the guy's kind of cute and like, he- okay, you've got my attention. I'll send you some eyeballs. That's like I see you. I thought that meant like you're creeping. Yeah, you are creeping. So, but it's like <laughs> I like I see you and I like what I see. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're, like, giving them the okay. Yeah, and then they can, like, usually slide in with something. Interesting. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, have personality behind it. If you're going to DM someone, make sure there's fucking personality, whether that's through a DM <laughs> or through a dating app. If you say, hey, oh, like, I'm not going to say hey back. No. I'll just be very transparent with you. I need you to come up with something better than that. Thank you. Yeah, no. some guy DM me the other day and it was just like hey what's up or hey or something he's on private I can barely see his profile picture he could be the hottest coolest guy ever I'm not fucking responding because I can't see any of your shit or could have his ex-girlfriend as this recent photo yeah but I still I happen kidding. to DM those guys too I guess 
Um, okay, so if we wanted to DM you, where do we find you? Yeah, what's your You can slide in at Neelufathi, <laughs> at N-E-E-L-O-O-F-A-T-H-I. Oh, and if you want to slide into my DMs, <laughs> um, I'm Chloe, C-H-L-O-E underscore Burdette, B-U-R-D-E-T-T-E. Or you guys can go at us on One Drink In, which is one drink dot... I am. <laughs> All right, guys, this wraps up episode one of One Drink In. Thanks so much for sticking with us this long. So go stalk us. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Only five stars. Thanks. See you soon. <laughs>